when yep. did you realize that marketing was your thing? Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's all communication. Again, I think it's just the way that you communicate mm-hmm. because you can, there's certain things that I say that make like my wife cringe. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, mean that's all I do know. No, what I, I say yes, a lot absolutely. of stuff that my wife yep. cringes. Every, basically everything. Yeah. No, I mean like, <laughs> like professionally or like, yeah. like when I'm, when I'm, um, when you're pitching or, or when you're doing something yeah. and, and you know, people that really know you, they're like, Whoa, Oh God, what is, what is that? You know what I mean? And there's, oh, right, I, know, I, I hate I, that I, so much. But listen, oh, but, but it, but it helps, it. it helps to, um, understand how different people communicate and different personalities communicate. So I think that that's all marketing is like, what, what is your, who are you going after? Yeah. You know what I mean? When I talk about going out and, and making millions of dollars by picking up the phone and having quality conversations with people that own ugly houses. Yeah. Real estate agents are like, oh my gosh, it's so gross. Yeah. Oh, why would you talk? Why would you be so flippant about making millions and and, yeah. and, and cutting us things, out, right? And, yeah. and all yeah. the whatever it is, regulation. You know what I mean? So it's I, I yeah. think the ability to communicate effectively with people that own these these distressed properties, yeah, um, is a skill, and I love that skill. And it took a lot of time, <laughs> um, and so I think that now. Um, people can cut to the front of the line because we have these podcasts. We yeah. have these YouTube channels. Why, why are you smiling so much? Because you know what? I want to, <laughs> I want to say something. So, okay. I was a realtor. Yeah. Right. Do you know who Mike Ferry is? Yeah, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you do. Do you know? Yeah, of course. He's the greatest in the, uh, realty business. Realty business. Yeah. Okay. So Mike Ferry makes all these videos about Cold call this, mm-hmm. cold call that. Show up in a suit. Dial, dial, dial. Time management. You know, set your appointments. Go out there. All this crap, right? Yeah. But Mike Ferry is a YouTuber. He sells millions of dollars in education mm-hmm. from YouTube, but he never talks about that. He always talks about cold calling. Right. He mm. tells his people not to post on social media, right. that social media is a waste of time while he is making millions of dollars selling out events, selling coaching you on know, YouTube. You know who's the most gangster? Who? Zillow. Yeah. Zillow has warehouses of cold callers that call every single real estate agent and tell them, don't go out and reach out to people, buy our ads, buy our leads. They do. Interesting. Yeah. They're the, they're the, 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 they're the most uh, effective callers in the industry. Is this known? Is it is it known that Zillow has like a like a warehouse? Oh yeah, calls? if you're a realtor, this is yeah yeah. <laughs> you're a realtor, they blow you up. Because I've never in a million years thought that Zillow was like a cold calling. Do you have a real estate Every license? company is. I did at one time. I used did to they be an apartment you? locator. Every they did single, not. <laughs> they every single, yeah. this hotel has uh, a cold calling staff. Yeah. Every insurance person, uh, every insurance company has cold calling. Every mortgage, every every industry. Every yeah. industry has people that reach out all day long to find business. The commercial real estate space, you have to spend the first five to 10 years calling every single day. Broker. Uh, yeah. Everybody, everybody that owns commercial real estate gets calls all day long from brokers to yeah. build relationships. Yeah. I mean, it's it's in every industry. It just wasn't in real estate investing until yeah. um, 
I started getting real loud about it. Yeah. And that and it's not just me. It really coincided with the availability of skip tracing. 100%. And once skip tracing was able, once you were able to get accurate phone numbers uh, and the data companies, essentially the credit agencies sold the data. Mm-hmm. And that's how we have skip tracing. So skip tracing, what is that? That means that uh, you put in a name and address and they mm-hmm. send you back a phone number. And then you can just... It's like, you know, when people skip town on debts, mm-hmm. right? And and so it was, you would have to call them up and find them and, 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 and have a conversation with them. I think that's where the skip part comes from. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're skipping oh. out on paying stuff. Did you know that? Mm, no. And then tracing. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, skip tracing. So it's basically, yeah, you put a paper on over the the thing. And yeah, you tra- trace you it. Just like, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think it's more oh. the tracing, like a tracer. Yeah, no, I'm just. I, yeah. I don't know. That. <laughs> it's a bit in Hollywood. We do bits. <laughs> I love We're it. Coming live. I love it. California. I love it. Okay. I knew what skip tracing was, but in ho- it was just a softball. You know, just just in case people don't know. No, you know, I gotta say, I am sort of new to this. Like. I am very interested uh, in finding, like I walk properties all the time. I walk, no, sorry, I walk neighborhoods all the time. And when there's a property in distress, I write that address down. Yeah. I have a notepad of probably a hundred addresses. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, okay, I know that the the process for the most part is driving for dollars. You go, you find something, grass is tall, plywood over the window. Mm-hmm. You write that address down. Theoretically, you skip trace at mm-hmm. that point, right? Yep. You find out who owns it. You call them and you say, hey, I noticed that your property is distressed. Would yeah. you be interested in selling it? Yeah. Is that sort of the, the kind of the the flow? Yeah. On I mean, you don't you don't tell them that their property's in distress or that they're they are in distress or anything like that. You just call them up and you say, um, you know, I'm I'm I looking at this property that I believe you own on twelve twelve Banana Street. And they go, yeah. And what about it? And you say, well, I was interested to see if you would consider an offer on that property there. And they give you one of six responses. So you I don't know that. You, so you don't want, so is it offensive to say it's in distress? Or you, is it, you've is got it, five seconds to get the next 30 seconds. Okay. So one, call them by the first name, have a really good tone of voice, like you're a neighbor, like you've talked before. You don't want to be too uh, bombastic, but you don't want to be too like professional. Mm-hmm. You call them by their first name and then you, you're, you're, you kind of hesitate. You know, I'm just calling because of a property I believe you own here. Right. And that's what you do. And then they're like, yeah, what about it? Instead of calling like your home came up on my computer mm-hmm. as you don't make your mortgage payment. And I was just yeah. calling to see uh, why that is. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. going to put up their force field more. So it's more, let me talk about the property, not about your situation. And then let's bring it back around and see um, if a cash offer or a creative offer um, is the best solution for you. And really, it's just it's just seeing, okay, what is the problem here? Because every property owner that sells their property at a discount is trading uh, price for speed and convenience. Okay. And the only reason they typically do that is because they have a problem that a cash offer will solve. Mm-hmm. And that's why they want to work with us. And so, um, if they don't, if they, if they don't want speed and convenience and they want price, we'll go list it. Yeah. yeah we'll put totally. it on the market like 90 to 94% of the people that don't sell it to people, um, like us. And, um, and, and, and that, that happens, you know, often. But there is people that just, they're like, I will, you give me a hundred thousand for this property and it's yours. And then you just go down the 
See, I feel like I just learned more about wholesaling in the yeah. last 30 seconds than I have my whole life. Cause I, dude, you're the host of bigger I, pockets. No, well, listen, about? listen there. <laughs> right. I hear all the different facets, right? Sure. But when you talk about the, the bullet points uh, of wholesaling, it's, Hey, drive for dollars, yep. find distressed properties, yep. call the owner, yep. but mm-hmm. you don't ever hear the nuances of calling sure. the owner and working with them through their situation. Be like, Hey, I want to buy this property, which you always hear, especially in the TikToks and in the Facebook ads is like distressed property. They don't want it. Call them, make them a crazy offer. And like, if you do it a hundred times, you'll get it, which obviously it's a numbers game. It it is a numbers game. But what my impression is going into it, you're like, go in and I thought, Hey, you know, I understand the grass is a little long and you're like trying to find sort of the reason that kind of some of the pain behind the property. Whereas you're saying you go into it, you just talk to them. Yeah. Hey, I want to buy this property. Yeah. Everything else, I'm going to pretend like I don't know. And they know because they're the ones that are dealing with it. And you make the offer and you kind of like talk to them through it. So that's yeah. cool. Number one thing is, have they made the decision they're going to sell this property? That's the number one thing. If they've made the decision in their mind that they're going to sign a document transferring ownership to somebody else, then you just find out four things. The condition of the property, their timeline to sell it their motivation or what their problem is and their price. So you get those four things. That's what, that's the skeleton of every conversation we have with a property owner is those four things. And if you can find those four things, then you can see if they want to do business with you. And so that's what, that, that's what you learn to do. You learn to talk about, okay, what, what, remodeling have you done to the property? You know what I mean? What, what's important to you about the person that buys your property? You know, nobody asks that. Yeah, People are totally. just like, what yeah. price do you want? Yeah. You know what's, what the I mean? lowest, what's the lowest you'd willing, you'd be willing to go? <laughs> right. 